0: hardcore you make me hard you name the drama and i'll play the part we're deep diving into the hardcore championship was that pulp that was pulp hey this, this is, is hardcore. hardcore before we go over across the pond in our next episode we uh wanted to spend some time looking back at the start of the hardcore championship belt uh the hardcore championship belt debuted on november 3rd is that right it
1: feels
2: right
0: so remember second <laughs> <laughs> Had my notes on the wrong page. Debuted on November 2nd with muffled audio to start it. Yep. Uh, do we know anything about the background, like, or how this thing whole came about? Nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Sure don't. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I... I, I <laughs> Hmm. So, uh, (laughs) cool. Uh, no, I really don't. Uh, so I was like, I don't know. Sorry, I
0: should have prefaced that, like, or, like, before, Ben, like, I'm going to ask you that question. I figured there was something to wrestle about about the Hardcore Championship. There actually
1: isn't, and I was looking for it, because, uh, but they're really picking up when it's further developed. I think the Hardcore title kind of gets off to a slow start. Definitely. Um, it's interesting to think, I think, like, sort of, like, my more reflective thoughts on this makes sense but uh sort of like where i think it earns its place in history and why i think it's very relevant today but uh at the time you're thinking you're coming off of all the ecw stuff is still going babe. they're integrating more and more of that talent they're doing more and more hardcore style matches so it it makes sense and as everything is getting more extreme and more attitude more sex more uh over the top drama more over the top violence having this kind of mainstay of violence was seems to just makes sense but at this point it doesn't even
2: seem over the top just yet. No, I don't think they even know what they have on their hands. I mean, I didn't know what they had in their hands. Literally. I was wondering like it I was wondering if it was a joke that the hardcore belt looked like it was made out of garbage. <laughs> like it literally looked like they it I was expecting that the, that the background for this was uh we need to like give Mick Fully, or we need we need to give mankind something to be excited about. Here, somebody go make him a belt.
1: Well, I, I mean, that's why, like, I, when you say... It's a get, drag
2: race challenge. Because you're like,
1: what's the background? I'm like, I really don't think the background here is a business decision as much as it's a story decision. As much as it's, like, uh, here's mankind who's so desperate for love, who has, like, this broken sense of everything. Like, his his sense of being, like, a good corporate employee is just to put, like, a dirty shirt over his, like, crazy... His usual crazy bullshit. That's what I, that's so, what my <laughs> sense of being a good corporate employee <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, so. it's great... So I think, like, Misery Man giving him this piece of trash and telling him that it's treasure and him treating it like it's this big, serious uh, award... Like I think it's just like a story decision, it's but that, like, was in. story. that was baked in. That was baked in the
2: idea that like we are giving you garbage and, yeah. and and like isn't this great? Like I
1: don't think it originally was supposed to look intimidating as much as it's and broken, which is what I think it sort of like came to symbolize. But the act of Mister Men giving it to him is giving him garbage. But it looks so dope
0: it at do- the same time. Don't get me wrong. I
1: mean, also the headbangers look cool, but they are also dressing <laughs> garbage.
2: Yes, it, You know what it looks like? It looks a little bit like. Um, like the the punisher villain jigsaw yeah Yeah, right where it's like oh it was once a pretty belt and (laughs) (laughs) something happened to it
0: yeah, yeah, this was this came from like, I don't know, the, the furnace where they melt down all the old belts once the champions no longer have them.
2: Right. Hephaestus was working down <laughs> in the in the boiler room just yeah. pounding away on his anvil.
1: I thought it looked like the belt got stuck through a Xerox machine at a library where a cross punk was making a flyer for a show <laughs> that weekend. <laughs>
0: I oh, don't know, just slap a piece of duct tape on there. It'll be fine. I'm telling all you. ages. It, it, was, it, was it was definitely a
2: drag race, like, challenge. Yeah. It was like, all right, t- all right queens, well, we this week. Got, I mean, there's still a makeover ahead. <laughs> That's true. Again, this is, yeah, this might be the most drag race of WWE.
0: But, I don't, like, down the road, the hardcore belt gets a redesign where it's, like, nice trash, and that looks way worse than this. It looks hardcore. I feel like
2: nice trash was the, uh, the casting notice for the circle. <laughs> <laughs> like we want, we want Jersey Shore, but like someone that you want to introduce other people to. Yes,
1: um, someone who's uh Catholic, uh Roman like Roman Catholic Italian from the Jersey Shore, but actually stands a shot at getting into heaven.
2: Yeah, loves their family, like, like genu- genuinely likes other people. Yeah,
1: someone who would not be in line for the hardcore title.
2: Good, good transition. <laughs> you. Yeah, this is the circle. You know the what? Pattern game. You know what else? That's the hardcore title. The hardcore title is not the only one with a slow start here.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so cut to the following week. Um, Mankind gets a makeover. Where we've already seen the results of this leading up to SummerSlam, but the first hardcore match is him versus Ken Survivor Shen. Series. But yes, yes, Survivor Series. I always do that. But I, I was thinking in my head, I was like, "Wait, nope, Survivor Series." Yep. Yep. yep um did anybody want to say anything about that makeover? yeah oh, I, do. I have a lot to say yeah absolutely okay. do not how so, dare you so how me, dare okay you. so let me let me cue that up what did you guys think about that makeover what was the cost of that haircut it was a lot it was an expensive haircut for her to just take parts
2: of his hair and just cut them like there was no there was no shaping well i i mean i have so many things i want to talk about wait anyway. i
0: need how do we know that this was an expensive haircut didn't Just she
1: say Over and over again? Oh yeah, Mr. Man's spend a lot of money. Listen, he's
0: he put
2: a lot of he's making a he lot was, of money. She in was haircut. giving
1: him like legit a Rachel. Like he was getting layers. <laughs> like I was looking at this and I was like, Oh my god, does mankind need bangs? <laughs> <laughs> it was wild because she was doing like an actual good job and it was second. Wait. So funny to me. Was it actually a good job? Yeah, like his hair was like coming out nice and like curling sort of nicely. Like kind of give like, like minus the face. minus the one patch of it's <laughs> yeah, completely of missing. And then actually what he got, I love he was getting the pedicure and he was explaining Mr. how Mr. Sako used to live on his foot, which to me is such a funny detail, which makes perfect sense but his understanding of it killed me. Also his feet were not
0: as bad as I thought they would be.
2: I still thought she should get hazard pay for having <laughs> to give him a pedicure on TV. That's... Fucking gross.
0: I don't know. He doesn't have like dumb and dumber toes. No, I thought they looked pretty good. Honestly,
1: I was I was like, oh, God, don't pull in tight. Don't pull in. I was like, all right. okay, that was like a foot. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Actually,
2: I I updated my entry on Wiki feet for Mick Foley. (laughs) So you're you're welcome, guys.
1: uh, I also liked when McMahon introduced the makeover to him. And he's like, if you want to be somebody. And then, of course, where does my brain go to immediately? Sister Act 2. If you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. But no, that's not what he said. And you guys are staring
2: at me blankly. I terrible. Don't, well, I mean, no, it's no, a, I, terrible It's at the outlines. end of Sister Act 2. It's
1: First mm. of all, it is throughout Sister Act 2. It is a recurring motif. It is the first song she teaches them when she come, when they start taking her seriously as a music teacher.
0: Can I be honest? Yes. I was thinking about Sister Act 2 earlier today. Well, thank you. We were sharing the same hive mind. I, um, I don't remember what you're talking about, but... Um, I was uh, I had the Rihanna Rude Boy station sure, on my phone sure, sure. and Halo by Beyonce came on sure, sure. and it brought me back to the time where um, a young religious girl was going to sing Halo at the school talent show but her mom wouldn't let her sing Beyonce so I had to call up her mom and convince her to let her sing Beyonce at the talent show and did she? and she did oh wow my God. She you killed literally
1: it. I can't believe Aaron we have been friends for so long I don't know when this happened and I can't fucking believe that you didn't tell me that you lived, Sister Act two. <laughs> that you fucking lived it because you know that so this. So she like, was a
2: she was the young Lauren Hill. Yes.
1: Yes. You just righted such a wrong in the universe to me, even though that wrong is fiction. Because uh, ever since I was like a child, when another movie come out? Doesn't matter. Not looking it up. But I was I saw it in theaters as uh-huh. a little gay child with my grandmother as a super gay child, a summer vacation movies with my grandma and. Uh, remember watching it and being like, "What the fuck is that woman's problem? She wants to sing in a church choir." <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, mom? You're being a real bitch. You know what singing leads to? <laughs> like, what? I mean, like, you're
2: singing about Jesus. <sighs> All right. But yeah, no, oh. she
0: she didn't object to the fact that she was saying she objected to Beyonce. I don't even know what we were talking about before this.
2: <laughs> what was your argument were you just like Beyonce is a role model?
0: Oh no. I just turned on uh, super nice Mr. Benoit. like, hey, um, I'm just calling to say, uh, I was talking to Rebecca earlier, and she was saying that um, you had an issue with the song that she sang. I, I, mean, I'd love to let her change it, but I made a real point of telling the kids that they had to perform the song that they auditioned to.
2: Oh, uh, oh, so you, you kind of were a little bit of the forcing the hand, yeah, yeah, forcing instead of like you know, you should reconsider your choices, you know, your judgments in life. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. fine. T- that any, was implied though. What? <laughs> yeah, any listen, any way, any way to make it work. Wow. Wow, I am like floored. I honestly meant
1: like lay down. That took a lot out of me. That was like truly something.
2: Sorry, actually, um, I assigned Beyonce to her. <laughs> so she's going to fail out of high school. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't even want her to sing it anymore. No, this is done. You ruined it. <laughs> I'm just going to live out my evil Aaron Benoit fantasy. <laughs> He doesn't have a beard. Ooh. he got for the
1: makeover from Mister Man. because you know what Mister McMahon always says: If you want to be somebody, you got to look like somebody.
2: <laughs> That's um, he stole that from the from the um, men's warehouse thing, right? Oh my god! You gotta you gotta look like somebody. we You're guarantee. gonna love it. the way
0: you look like somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so Mick Foley believes that Mister Sacco is a sentient being who lives on his foot. Mm-hmm. Correct. That he then, like, plucks from his home and places on his hand in order to en- enact vengeance on those who wronged
2: him. And shove into someone else's open mouth. <laughs> yeah. I, Mr. Sacco lives a life of orifices. Well, he,
0: he, <laughs> <oof>. Same girl. <laughs> he lives on a foot, but he longs to be in a mouth, and Mick is the one who puts him there.
2: And some, But you know what it is? I feel like um, Mr. Sacco is a little bit like a hermit crab, where, like... You know, it outgrows a fo- He outgrows a foot, so then the arm becomes more appropriate. But like, always looking for that for that sweet mouth to go in, that mouth <laughs> cave to crawl into.
1: Uh, I liked his post makeover look. I liked him wrestling in a cummerbund. If that was very funny. Uh, I think with his hair all slicked back under his mask, he looked like one of the Coney Island freaks that has like a furry face. Yeah, because okay. yeah. even though his yeah.
0: face was shaved and his hair was clean, he somehow looked more like a freak. Well, with his his clean face, he had. Definite turtle face to him, and the mask was kind of like weird and lumpy. Yeah, and the, and
2: mask was, was the mask was. I think the mask was fitted for a beard. And...
1: <laughs> like, I didn't mean to be one of those guys on Instagram, but I was like, I think you look better without the makeup.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you should smile more, mankind. He
1: really got. He really got like the full queer eye. Um, is this? Then does he wrestle? When does he wrestle the triple threat with uh, boss Man and Shamrock? Uh, is that the same night no. as the makeover? No, no, no. That's okay. just
0: him versus Shamrock there. Okay.
2: Um, I had no notes on that. I, I had have no more notes, notes on that. Pe- they did... Pe- 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 um, pe- pe- with a triple shot. Well, they
0: did do. do a good job kind of accentuating the brutality between Shamrock and Mankind in the past because it was just like chair shot after chair That's shot after chair shot from their history.
1: Also, Shamrock can take a fucking chair shot. Oh. Like, no, I and mean Shamrock is like, hit me in my stupid head. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I can't believe that he still has like motor the
2: No, then he gets hit and he's like, no, you need to hit me in my head. You didn't You didn't hit me yet. Just hit me
0: anytime. Whenever you're ready. I'm good. The fact that Shamrock <laughs> has never murder-suicided anyone is uh, a miracle. Is, uh, yes, a, a miracle. miracle. It's because
2: nobody—he's still living in his car. Nobody gets close <laughs> enough. The alarm starts going. Eh, eh, eh. Hey, what, it really is it nine a.m. already?
0: But like, but the weird thing about the hardcore title, as it is, as it exists in this early incarnation, is that. Cheating is rampant in the WWF yeah. in late 1998. Like you can get away with uh, Al Snow can get away with using head right in front of the referee. Chair shots are Batards. sometimes not sometimes bad. China can get in there. Okay, who knows? Uh, the one thing I did want to bring up about this one was the King being perplexed by mankind's shoe when it landed oh, wait, in front of him. On, yep, yeah, it was on the table. I didn't
2: get it. I mean, was it? It was like a loafer with tassels, right?
0: It was just a designer shoe, Eric. You'll afford one someday. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what they look like. Not Eric. on this salary. <laughs>
0: um, and then Shamrock rolling up the ramp to avoid mankind's chair shot was, I think, the enduring image that this one left to me. Wait, who rolled up the what? Shamrock is rolling up the ramp as mankind is behind him uh, with the steel chair. Heading oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: He like kind of like almost like chased him back to the... <laughs> It, yeah, room-ish.
0: it's like uh, like in the cartoons where there's the conveyor belt and this the smashy smashy thing that's they're they're trying
2: oh. to avoid. When I was
1: in uh, elementary school, I used to love to make. Maybe this might mean I'm a sociopath, uh, but I used to just like draw these like little stick figure conveyor belt torture devices. No one else.
2: Nope, that means nope, you're a sociopath. A
1: sociopath. <laughs> then it would be like a little like uh, shoot, now all the stick figures would fall, and I would like draw it along like a cartoon. They would like roll down this conveyor belt, and then like a giant boot would step on them, and like all kind of cartoony mousetrap shit.
2: Hi, Mrs. Hankinson. Uh, this is Aaron Benoit. Um, no, 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 there's nothing wrong. I assigned him the, the the assignment of killing as many stick figures in a Rube Goldberg way as possible.
1: Oh, is that all? I thought he had to sing Beyonce. That's fine, but never mind. <laughs>
2: No, he's still failing. <laughs> He'll be nothing now.
0: So then it's the November 23rd Raw where we have Shamrock versus Mankind versus Boss Man.
1: Yeah, this match, again, uh, my favorite part is when
2: Shamrock McMahon came out wearing a Zoot suit.
0: <laughs> I can't get enough ah. of Shamrock Man Zoot Wait, this
1: was
2: November 25th? 23rd. November 23rd? Okay. Wait, was this the one where The Rock shows up? Uh, no. No, it's the next one. Oh, man. Okay. No, go on.
1: Uh, but this is the triple threats so I'll, I'll really have on this. And then I said like uh Mark can take a share. And then also, did mankind grab a fan's socko and shove it in their mouth? Yes, he did, which That's is great. Dope. Which is great. That who knows for real where that sock had been. because <laughs> that was me, I would have my balls firmly in that sock <laughs> for the duration of the evening. And then I'd be
0: like, put this against your mustache. Just like the transitive property. <laughs> pss, pss, over <laughs> <You know>? here. <laughs> this loud arena he's
2: supposed to
0: hear hey hey i got something your best savio vega hey hey hey, get the camera over here (laughs) here so you
2: see what you see what you see is the sock was down by my by my penis but then all of a sudden my balls fell
0: in um this was fun it was fun it's a lot of fun and the uh, hardcore Title is telling the larger story at this point. The story isn't the title itself. This it is a plot device for everything else that's going on. Because at this point, um Boss Man and Shamrock have formed the corporation. Uh the, the tag team that they'll be known. Is that what they call it? Well the is a stable. It's the whole stable, yeah. yeah it's but, a but but so but they the would wrestle, I, believe,
1: I think they're just technically build as Shamrock and Boss Man. Right. Or just build as the corporation, like any two schmucks from there would be the corporation. Um, sometimes they call themselves, like, security or the enforcers or something. Boss rock. Yeah. Shaman. <laughs> Shaman. And then he says he turns into a 12-year-old. It's
2: very
0: weird. Oh, my God. No, they should have Shaman. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. Uh, but also, they should have been cop rock. <laughs> oh. They had a
1: fun match though. This was fun. I had a good time watching these idiots smack the shit of each other for a little
2: bit. Oh my god.
0: Uh yeah. Um, Mick uses an electronic fan at one point. Love that. Um, and then uh, Jr's beverage after that.
1: That was was that no. And then The Rock is the next week. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. You want to get to that one? Sure. Then the
1: next week, uh, it's Boss Man versus Mankind, uh, for the Hardcore title, and The Rock interferes. And let me tell you. Why he didn't just use his thighs to crush McFoley's <laughs> head? I don't understand because they were the two most powerful things I've ever seen. I was uh, aghast. The
2: Rock has rocket legs.
1: The, the the Rock actually looks like he has four rockets strapped to each <laughs> leg.
2: Those legs were fantastic. They are a work of fucking art.
1: <laughs> was that on the podcast, Steven? <laughs> No, right? What? We didn't talk. So I was like, that's the kind of art I want to rub my dick on. But then I was like, wait
0: a minute. Was that even on this podcast? Listeners, before <laughs> the, we started I don't recording. I didn't know if it's tonight. worth
1: going into all of
2: it.
0: Wait, what? When, Am I having a stroke? Like, no, hold up. I'm, I'm lost. I'm going to go into it. Okay, Catch us okay, up. All right. All right. Listeners, uh, before we started recording tonight, we were discussing. Oh, yeah various things and uh including how much money it would take in order for a brawl for all to happen between us and bobby phrased it as uh how much money would it be for you to punch me in the face as hard as possible neither of us want to punch bobby in the face mostly yeah (laughs) on most days but and then so eric said what i think i said i didn't want to like for not for any money, no amount of money, no amount of money. And then I said, for a billion dollars, you wouldn't punch Bobby said, in the well, face. Well, then they could like make it up to me or whatever. Then suddenly punching me in the face was on the table.
2: You also said if I, I no, if I, you I, found out I, I had do. turned it down, that would be like a second punch in the yeah, face. Yeah, that's
0: true. I did. I did. I'd be mad if you didn't punch me in the face for a billion dollars. And so then I asked him if he would do it for five dollars, and he said no. So we have a negotiation. There's yeah, a place to there's go. There's a range. And that made me think of the fact that every time i'm in an art museum i wonder how much money it would cost to rub my dick on the art not that i want to just how much i'm curious about who do i talk to first off the docent to start (laughs) do you think that there's like a special code on the walkie for like crazy rich person versus crazy person who wants uh, to rub their dick well, yeah, on the art. Uh, we have the audio tour. We have the dildo tour, which,
2: <laughs>
1: it's you like? You just take one and rub it on the other. Uh, I mean, it's definitely after hours.
2: I'm, no, it would cost more for during hours.
1: <laughs> of course. Well, then, then it's part of the programming, you see. Then they actually
2: right. they pay you. It becomes an exhibit.
1: You gotta get a, It's actually a grant you have to apply for.
2: <laughs> oh, right. It's, uh, what is it, Maria, what's her face? Like, the artist is present. Oh, uh,
1: Ivanovich? Yeah. Maria, so, Abra- Maria Abramovich. Abramovich? Yes. Yeah.
0: So it's likely that The Rock has a dollar value. He's just not sure what it is. Yeah. How,
1: if anyone knows how much The Rock would charge me to rub my dick on his thighs, I that is that is
0: news I could use.
2: He used to work down on Third Avenue, actually, and it was a lot cheaper back then.
0: Wow. His, Man, only in New York. <laughs> his outfit reminded me of what my fiance wears to cook breakfast in the morning. <laughs> Wow.
1: I've actually seen your fiance cook breakfast and I agree. It was like a, yeah, like on tour. Oh, yeah, on tour, sure. It was, yeah, it was just like a shirt? Like an unbuttoned silk blouse and then like a pair of
2: panties. Yeah, like a chamois. Was that a
0: sh- <laughs> but there's just something so funny to me about the the Rock wearing a shirt, but then wearing the little bikini trunks.
2: Oh my god! It and like and dirty. like, was he wearing was he wearing like 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 s- shoes like, like sneakers. sneakers?
0: Yeah, it was like like no, running it was shoes. like sneakers. Yeah, like they were like shoes.
2: they were definitely like flats though, because like they they left a lot. Usually, I don't know. Usually, no, he was wearing high heels,
0: Eric. His, How did you not notice it his
2: legs were so cons- so conspicuous? And, it, and I think part of it was because those. Those shoes were so, like, low and to the ground. Well, anyway, they all screw Mick out of the title. He ends
1: up uh, losing. Did
0: we even mention that this was a ladder match, too?
1: Oh, it was also a ladder match. Yeah, it was. It's also like once a hardcore match. Isn't every ma- I guess because it was suspended over it, right so exactly. Why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: there yeah. were some great uh, moments where Mick threw the ladder at Boss Man, like it, actually threw it at him.
1: That that um him doing the spot the the jumping the diving elbow drop onto the ladder onto top uh-huh. was great. I mean there was this is a fun match. Uh huh. You should go back and watch this fam, um, and I also really liked Shawn Michaels who has in intervening weeks uh, aligned himself with the corporation. I love. He joined in on the kicking of kicking the shit to McFoley after yeah. the match. And every time he him, he'd kick him, he like, ooh ah, and like wince and hold his back, which was <laughs> so funny to me. So he'd be like ooh ah ooh, oh, one more, one more. They go in. And I was like, damn, Shawn Michaels is funny ooh, sometimes. I that. Fuck. Yeah, you should go that was back and watch. Good. It was yeah, really that was good. funny. And then uh, Bossman was like, you want do you do you want this? Like, Arm from the nightstick? And they're doing like very like over exaggerated. Like, oh no, I couldn't. Oh oh oh, thank you so much. Thank you. And then, and then, like, like it was really good. Really good comedy. Um. Oh, this is the next week's match. Sorry, on my notes, I keep getting ahead, getting excited.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to move on. To the are next we uh, are.
2: ready for Road Dog?
0: So then we actually are uh, jumping a little bit ahead in time for this one here, just so that we can um, get a little bit bigger picture of how this started out. We went to December 21st for the Road Dog versus uh, Boss Man for the Hardcore Championship. I
1: love this. I mean, they're definitely trying to. Uh, the outlaws are on fire. Everything they do is great. They're over over as fuck. And so I think getting a little singles action is probably what's going on here. Um, Road Dog was not a hardcore wrestler. I think I That's what I was going to say. Road Dogg
2: seemed like this. an unlikely pr- – I mean, neither of them seem like they're likely for hardcore matches. But they're also
1: likely for nothing else, really. Besides tag team, I guess. But, yeah, like, yeah. you know, I don't really see – you know what I mean? Uh, this, so it made sense for them to transition this way. And I think this was a lot of fun. My favorite thing is when, you know, they do the old salt-in-the-eye routine, mm-hmm. usually. And the boss man, you know, it's as we've learned and as we will discuss in a few weeks, uh, it's not salt. It's usually baby powder or talcum or whatever. Uh, instead, here, he's using the exact same obvious substance. Pulls it out of a pocket of his, like, you know, flak jacket. Yeah,
0: it definitely looked like his outfit was designed by Rob Liefeld. Oh my God, 100%. Ah, he had yeah, some patches.
1: And then he uh, took it out, and they're like, "That's contraband." that he confiscated. They're literally making it out to be cocaine. A whole bunch of cocaine. So
2: I'm going to throw cocaine in your face <laughs> to win this match.
1: And you'll actually see that when Road Dog kicks it, some sprays that Road Dog actually like rubs a little on his thumbs <laughs> and to put it over. And I was like, "That is great."
2: Wait, who? oh Road Dog did that? And That's they don't amazing.
1: address it, and they don't they didn't like play it up. But I was like, "That's fucking brilliant." Uh, but this match, I love. I mean, I love. Uh, it's great. It, we don't see these kinds of matches on TV anymore that often. So the right. fact that this was like happening regularly then is dope. I will say that when the noose came out is where I started to draw a little bit of a line and I was like, maybe I'm not that hard.
2: Hey, what That's... cop, what cops carry around nooses? Just free, free floating nooses. It's not clue. Wow. Stay tuned
1: <laughs> next week on Watchmen.
0: Uh... <laughs> right. Exactly. I was like, Oh, it's hooded. It's unhooded justice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yikes, 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 yikes.
0: Uh, I mean, also... the yikes for me started a, a little bit earlier than that when uh, they're making the prison rape jokes.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I don't even remember. Uh, Road Dog calls out Bossman. Well, Bossman is out there because oh. it's originally supposed to be a non-title match. And then he oh. goes into it by saying what, what those guys do with their nightsticks right, down right, there in Cobb right. County.
2: Um, I also want to point out that finally, my powdered sugar... Uh, we go full circle with my powdered sugar running gag because when Bossman gets all of that powder on him, he looks like Farva from Super Troopers. <laughs> it's all, it all comes together.
0: Full circle. And then uh, uh, Road Dog doing the oh you didn't know, and there was definitely a moment where he was like, do we do I say badass? He's not here bad badass Billy gone i actually thought he played that up pretty well and also like former tag team champions of the so he was no like no talented. i thought that was i thought that was good but, then, I thought he but did then, it on purpose definitely no I think there was definitely a moment where he was like wait do I say it? yeah i am committed oh, it's coming out of my mouth
1: oh i thought he was doing that on purpose could you have a, like look to the ramp like he's not here
2: uh but I like that though uh, this was a fun match oh, right and um didn't road dog win because mankind helped yeah yes. hit him with something and maybe knocked out a tooth
1: yeah, I think it looked like a nightstick. I think it was a nightstick. Yeah. Um, I can never tell. I always did the knockout teeth, but I think it's like also they tried to hock to Wait,
2: are big boss man's teeth all nightsticks? <laughs> <laughs> he knocked a nightstick out. Uh,
0: mankind came out with an actual net. Oh a my net! god, that, that was, was, what it was so funny! Yes, amazing. Like he's, like he's like he was a Batman villain.
1: It was great.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, or uh, maybe an Aquaman villain. I don't know, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean the hardcore titles is going to get much
1: better than this.
2: Yeah, I will be honest, when I was watching this, I had a a tough case of the sleepies and I was like, "Oh man, this is this is I mean like I just, it just it wasn't super compelling to me even though it, I guess there are good it. matches.
1: It'll get it's going it, to it's got there's like some twists and turns that'll come up and some there's like people more than any belt and i feel like we don't see this now on current programming and maybe that's part of the problem it's like i feel like back then wrestlers made the title not the other way around um and now the title always makes the performer yeah whereas then like someone get the hardcore belt and do something and then have a run with it um i don't want to spoil anything i want to like name so many names but i don't want to spoil anything for you uh, but even look at like D'Lo in the European title, like yeah. ways that like it's less about
2: the title. The title is a prop for the story. Well, like John Cena took the U.S. belt and like, yes. did something. But they great do that with it. so
1: it's so rare that that's happening now. Yeah, and it's because the belts they're not writing stories anymore. And Instead, they're just like going through the motions. And so the belt is the story, Got instead it. of the belt being a prop or being something that's used to tell the story, like they're doing with this hardcore title and mankind, which is pretty good. Uh, but I. I know we don't like to talk about current things, and we are recording this February 19th, right? Yep. Uh, February 19th. AEW's been making some noise about introducing another singles title, and they're saying it's not going to be a TV ti- the TV title, which is what people are saying. Uh, and I'm going to go on a limit and I think it's actually going to be a hardcore title. And watching this made me think of it, because what I mentioned earlier, where, like, you don't get to see these matches on TV week to week anymore. Like it's They're at pay-per-views, and they're, like, saved, and they don't get as violent anymore. But now you have... What I liked about the hardcore title of WWF, and we'll see it develop more, is like the division that grew around it was special. Like, it was like guys were on it that were hardcore. Even Road Dog, even though he's not a hardcore wrestler, is a little bit of like a scrappier dude. Yeah, he's like a dive bar kind of guy. And I think you look at what's happening in AEW right now. Think of like Darby Allen, Moxley, Joey Janela, like all these guys that could have these really fun hardcore matches. I mean, Mox is probably too high up now, but right? Like, right, right, right. But you get what I'm saying. I, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but um... it'd be real fun to watch to watch like Darby Allen defend the Hardcore Belt every week, like every week on Dynamite.
0: And I can only imagine what AEW would do after watching uh, Moxley Omega, Ugh. like. Are they going to do that for every week? Are they- I don't think they would do
1: that, but I would be happy with just a, with like just like a I think the level a little more intense than what we've seen in these first few. But that road dog match was pretty good. Mm-hmm. But to
0: see that on TV mm-hmm. would be dope. Yeah, I love the false count anywhere nature of it. Yes. I think that ends adds a really good element and um i think i could say this spoiler Eric, it becomes mo- something where they're going to be defending it at any 24/7. moment like like the 24/7 okay. 7 title
2: so the hardcore belt doesn't exist anymore in no. wwe
1: no no it no. went away for a <clears throat> long.
0: it went away and, was, and it's been like gone yeah. it got unified at one point with I maybe think the, the ic belt or something or the ecw belt maybe maybe here's a
2: question have they ever taken like as a storyline have they ever taken the hardcore belt and had like somebody who is Very against type for the hardcore belt. I think so. Who, like, then all of us, who this pulls out of them the hardcore performance that is, like, amazing. That's cool. That's what I think would be fun.
1: There's a lot, they do a lot of fun stories with it. There's, like like, a lot of fun characters and a lot of undercar guys get some stuff with this that, like, that turned undercar guys that would never be anything that would be Apollo Crews and instead turned them into Hall of Famers.
2: Cool. Which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, like, it'd be cool to see, like, Brian Christopher suddenly become, like, a hardcore. Matches where yeah. all, where he's just yeah. like I didn't even realize I had this. And
0: that's a that's a perfect analogy. There there are going to be a lot of guys like him that are going to c- come out of this. Cool.
1: Yeah. So this is I, I'm glad that we're at this this stage. I'm looking forward to some of the
2: the runs coming up. You're looking forward to the runs. Always
1: am. <laughs> 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 Always them.
0: Uh, um. So what do I want to say? Do I want to do my regular spiel at the end, kind of thing? Sure. What do we think? Yeah, I'm fine with that, yeah. Love us, disagree, want to, I don't know, when do you guys fill in?
1: I Want to like uh, smash a broomstick over our heads?
2: Or uh, want to throw contraband in our faces?
1: Ooh, please do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not cheap. <laughs> Give it away for free. Let us know. Email us at helenaselfone at gmail.com. Get updates on Facebook or Twitter at Pod, or tweet at us individually, Erica Prime Silver, Bobby at Bobby Hank and Aaron at SlowPass. Our theme song is "There Are Traders are in Our Mitts" by Disco Vietnam, and our art is by Alexis Yavney. Find links for both in our episode notes. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll be back again for Capital Carnage, Govna.
2: You know, um, I, I want to say it, it, I feel like it's germane to the whole hardcore thing. I was watching a video today, oh yes, and it was um, while well, like, your wife
1: is in San Francisco. You mean, yeah, you know,
2: <laughs> and it was like it was like. Um, we teach our stepdaughter, like, <laughs> sex or whatever. And I was like, wait a minute. We? That means it's incest for one of them. <laughs> like, you can't have two step parents and a daughter and a, and a non-biological daughter. That's not wait, how wait. step works. You
1: can. Okay, say you had a stepdaughter from, uh, so their birth mother died. And then you remarried. You would both be their step parents. So
2: you're a step orphan? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's a new genre that we should create. Is stop, stop,
1: stop, stop. Guys, I can only get so relaxed. <laughs>